um, just say, just maybe wave or raise, raise your hand or send yeah, a message yeah, in the chat. Your screen. All right, all right, good, great, great, great. Okay, yeah, so let's get straight into it. Um, let me just acknowledge some people that are here right now. Um, you're welcome, everybody. Dowu, Mr. Lakiton, Daniel Ladimiji, Gideon Adego King, Gifts, Oko, um, Chiamaka, Emma, Sami Samuel, Shalade, Bibe, um, Farindi David, Joy, Cynthia, Murara, Dave. I'm so glad to have everybody here. And I really, really, really believe that this is going to be a very wonderful. Uh, session for everybody all right so let's get into what um today's session is about choosing design as a career path first of all i would just like to introduce myself to everybody because yeah um that's 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 really important my name is lassisi samuel um yeah like kelechi said i'm a, I'm a great expert um, with four years working experience across, across financial tech and commercial fields. Um, I currently work with um, NU Retail and Supply um, as a senior creative designer. I also run a digital firm where I'm the creative director. And then, yeah, I direct um, strategies and business growth and everything about the business. So as a creative director, I handle the business generally. Um, yeah, I also graduated from the from um, Shudabella Polytechnic, um, that was a few years ago. Yeah, so fun fact about me, um, I'm a keyboardist and also produce music. So yeah, if you have any track that you've not completed, <laughs> so let's let's do it together. That's just, that's just um, on a lighter note. So what do I do in my spare time? Well, if I'm not in the movies, like I say here, I'm, I'm presenting my designs to my wife. I really enjoy showing, showing off what I've been able to do. That's, that's what that's what design is all about. That's what you know product design is all about. You know, I, I want to make things easier for people, make things simpler, make people enjoy products and enjoy using products, right? All right, so let's get straight into, into um what we have for ourselves today. So proceed. Um I would like to see in the chat if people are actually following. I want to. I want to just. I just want a few people to tell me their names and their and the um, and maybe where you work or this fair you work. Maybe is a finance. You work in, in finance. You work with um, oil and gas, or you work with fintech, or you work in tech. Just a few people. Just just write your name and this fair that you work in the the um, business organization that you work in. Just for a few seconds before we move forward. I want to believe everybody can hear me, right? Freelance developer, wow, that's that's interesting. Mr. Shola is an inventory manager. Very nice. Very, very nice. So we have we have freelancers, we have we have really, really big people here. Oh, Mr. Emmanuel is also a software developer. That's 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 wonderful. Food production company, Mr. 
Udepo works with the food production company. That makes a lot of sense. Ola Kiton is a graphic designer. Oh, my fellow brother in design. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, Mr. John said he cannot really hear me. Um, I want to confirm that everybody can hear me really well. Mr. Shegwandini, visualization and creative community. Wow, this is so big. Mr. Shegwand, good afternoon, sir. Okay, great, great. Somebody said, yes, we can hear you. All right, graphic artist, Daniel Oluwa Tomi. Oh, Tommy Dan. Um, Sandra is a finance, license of, officer. Oh, great, 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 great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing having everybody here. I'm, I'm super, super excited. I'm super excited to have everybody here and um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to share what we have to, to share today. So let's just go straight into the body. All right. So first of all, before we even start talking about um, design, what is design? You know, I want to talk about how does design affect our daily life? How, how does design affect our daily life? So I wrote here that it's simple, right? You can see my emojis, my pretty looking emojis. You have the eyes, the hair, the, the tongue, the nose and the mouth. So those are representing the five senses. I said, before we dive deep into what design really is, it is important that we remind ourselves how we absorb information. Now, design affects our daily life through our five senses. We perceive the world through our five senses. That is the sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch. This independence enables our mind to better understand our surroundings, right? You know, interact with our, with our environments. The way, we, the way we understand our surroundings is, is through the senses, which the sight um, um, performs a very, very big role in it. So I said our five senses helps us to navigate through life alongside other factors such as age, belief, environment, and influencers. That's your friends, social media, your celebrities. They influence our decision-making, right? So, like I said, it is very, very simple, right? We perceive the world through our five senses. These are the, these are the factors that influence our decision-making, the factors that make up our process. Now, how does design affect our daily life? I said design is everywhere in this my second paragraph. Now, looking at your surroundings, I'm very sure everybody has one or two elements or one or two designed items around me. If, I, if I'm, I'm looking at a lot of things around here, I can see my, my mobile phone, I can see my mouse pad, I can see a lot of other things. I can see even my computer. Those are the impact or influence around me. I said design is used to communicate. It helps us engage. It keeps us connected to the world. It helps us navigate our way through physical spaces. It has the power to persuade and empower our decision-making. That's powerful design can be. Font and typography designers influence what we read. Yeah. That is very, very, that is very, very evident. Graphic designers influence our brand loyalty, our brand trust, the way we, the way we, the way we perceive a brand, the way we see a brand, the way we want to interact with a brand. Graphic designs even makes you trust a brand, a brand. I mean, 
I said imageries, colors, tone of voice reaches out to reader or viewer in a specific order. That is what design does. I cannot overemphasize this. Design influence decision-making processes. Very, very simple. That is how design affects our daily life. That is how design affects our daily life. So one question to I have a simple question to everybody. Have you ever bought a product because of the packaging? Have you ever said, oh, look at how this product looks? I think it's going to be original. And have you ever bought a, a product because of the packaging? Let me hear from you guys, please. Say something on the, on the chat. Leave, a, leave a, um, a message on the chat. Have you ever bought a product because the packaging looks good? Okay. Mm, somebody says several times. Yes, yes, yes. I'm guessing a lot of yes here. Absolutely. Wow. Shall I buy me? Yes. Your echo dots. Mm, wow. Yes. All those gift boxes. <laughs> boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I'm very, very sure right now that we can all agree that design influences decision making. We cannot overemphasize it. So, yeah, I'm going to move to, to my next slide. What, I'm, what I want to bring out from this slide is that design also evokes emotion. Design evokes emotion. Design evokes connection. Just like I said before, design can either make you trust a brand or make you hate a brand. Now, for example, some people were talking about um, on Twitter some, some few days ago. I was I was reading about somebody that said, Oh, he really loved, he really loved this fearless drink. There's a drink that, that is called fearless. I don't know if, if everybody knows that drink. He said he loves the fearless drink, but the packaging is somehow that the packages make the package makes it look like makes it, um, it uh, makes the product looks like an engine oil. And yeah, I, I somewhat agree with him. As good as the fearless drink is, the packaging needs to be better, right? The packaging needs to be better. So I'm trying to tell us here that design can evoke emotion and can influence decisions. Now, is there anybody on this meeting right now that can tell me what they feel about these two, these two different pictures on my screen right now? You can unmute your mic and say something. Anybody? Anybody, anybody, anybody? Well, I think that um, I think that one of the on the first on the first part of the design, right? The I'm coming from me looks welcoming. While mm -hmm. the right hand side looks scary. Like coming, so somebody's coming to fight me, or somebody's illustrates danger for me, mm -hmm. right? So, but this other one looks like um, maybe I'm coming to see somebody, or somebody that is uh, friendly is coming to see me. But this other person illustrates danger to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. This other, this the, somebody said Friday, Friday David said the second image represent the word and meaning more compared. To the first one, Omar, please turn off, um, turn on your connect your um, your your earpiece so that you can hear us. 
Okay, somebody said the trees on the second design is distracting. Somebody saying there's no sound. Please, um, somebody should help me take care of that. I, I want to make sure that everybody is following. Okay, so like I said, designs evoke emotion. Now, these two designs, like Kelechi has rightly said, one looks scary, like, oh, someone is coming for you. In, 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 it's, it gives a sense of danger, right? That's what the first, like the, the, I mean, the second mm. one, that's what it's, it's trying to portray, a sense of danger. Then this, the first one portrays love. Exactly, Mr. Shola Debebe, that is your correct. It portrays love. It shows that, oh, this person is coming in a friendly way. I'm coming for you in a friendly way, right? But this other one, I'm coming for you in a very dangerous you know, uh, manner. So that is what I was trying, trying to tell us here about how this affects our decision-making process, our thought process, how we think about things and the decisions that we make. So design is very, very powerful, right? Design is very, very powerful. Just a font can change everything just a font can mean a lot of things right so yeah let's move forward why did i choose design why did i choose design uh, you know this this is a question that even in interviews you know interviewers can ask you and say oh why did you why did you decide to to be a designer um uh, looking at all the other options that you have why did you decide to be a designer? So I'm, I'm, I'm throwing this, this message back to us. Actually, why should you choose design? Why should you want to be a designer, right? The first reason why you should want to be a designer is for passion's sake. In fact, it's not even design alone. Anything you want to do in this life, you need to have passion. You need to be passionate about it. As long as it, has, it, it, is, it deals with your career choice, because what we're talking about today is career in design, right? So the first thing you want to make sure that you have is passion for that particular career path that you want to choose. The reason why I chose design is because I know that design solves problems, right? Design solves problems. Please, um, uh, Mr. Kelechi, help me attend to KJ. He said he cannot hear anything. So design solves problem. Design makes things better. Design makes things useful, right? Design communicates. Design connects, connects people, connects, connects customer to product, connects product to customers, connect business to businesses, right? That is what design does. And that is one of the things that I want to do by myself. Passion is the very first step in choosing a career path. For me, Design solves problem, and I really I, I see myself as a problem solver. I see myself as someone that wants to see things through to com, um, to completion, right? Hello, Hello I, can, I can hear you. Please, um, Omari, please mute your mic. Mm, mm. Somebody just said it is safe to see the backbone of any product. You are right. Design solves problem. Then the second point I put here is. It is great seeing your imagination become a reality. For me, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Why did I choose design? I love seeing my ideas implemented. I love seeing my imaginations become a reality. Right? It's, it, is, it, is a very, it is a very proud moment for me when I design an app or when I design a, a website. 
design an interface and you know it is implemented and people use it and people give feedback it is something that makes me feel good it's something that makes me feel accomplished right so i chose design based on this based on these reasons right i love solving problems and i love seeing my imagination become a reality so why should you choose designs if you are if you are a, if you are a problem solver if you want to be a problem solver and want to see your imagination become choose design i also said that design shapes people's feelings and action i cannot overemphasize that right i said that already in the last slide it shapes people's feelings it shapes action it makes people click things it makes people add to cart it makes people it makes people check out it's, it makes businesses sell right it, it helps drive sales it helps make things possible that's what design does right that's why i have passion for that's why i choose design and if you want to choose design you must have passion for all these things now the second reason why i chose design is because i i seek to be the desirable future i was i was talking to somebody um at um i think some some few months ago I was telling somebody um, months ago, I said, I said, look at yourself now. Where do you want to see yourself in the, in the next five years? This career option, are they aligned to where you said you want to see yourself in the next five years? For me, the reason why I chose design is because I am seeking to build a desirable future for myself. The first point I put here is you get paid for being creative. Yes, I love that. I love, you know, somebody said, oh, when, 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 when your work is like play, you enjoy it. When your work is like play, you get fulfilled. That is what I enjoy about designs, right? You get paid for being creative. You work from anywhere in the world. I, I personally have worked for different brands, different individuals from different parts of the world, right? Not everywhere, but yeah. I've, I've been able to, I've been privileged to work with different people in different countries, right? So the third thing is you get your own boss. Yes, yes, I do remote work, Mr. Shopper. So you get to be your own boss, right? Like I said, I, I, I have a nine to five, right? I work with, I work with Engel Retail and Supply. And also I have my design firm. You understand? I have a design firm where I'm the creative director and I also have a nine to five. So you have that, that's that, that freedom. You have the freedom to express yourself in any way you want. So are there challenges in design, in this design career that I'm talking about? Yeah, just, just like every other, just like every other career path, there are challenges. The first and the most important one challenge in, in design is working with tight deadlines. You must be able to meet deadlines because yeah, you're interacting with people, you're interacting with businesses, you're interacting people, um, these businesses you want to work with, they have deadlines, they have, they have timelines, they have, they have timelines that they want to push out a product, they have timelines that they want, to, they, want, they want to run an ad, they have timelines that they want to release whatever they want to release. So you must be able to keep up with deadlines if you want to be a designer. And secondly, if you want to be a designer, you must be able to balance function, right? Design and function, must, you must be able to balance it. One of the challenges that most graphic designs, designers have is balancing design and function. So um, I was 
I was going through a, a very popular graphic designer um, designer's profile, Instagram profile, and he was trying to redesign somebody's design. You understand? He was trying to redesign somebody's design. Um, a few designers do um, do that on their Instagram page now. They will, they will pick a bad design, a similarly bad design, and redesign it and tell them that okay, this is what should have done better. And then I was going through these guys, and the one I he redesigned, and I, and I was like, wow, I actually prefer the design to the new one that is very fine and good looking. What was the reason? Because the first design that was that was stamped ugly was functional. I can see the call to actions clearly. I can see the colors clearly. But the other design that was that was that was a new design was was physically pleasing. Aesthetic, the aesthetic was very nice. It was looking good, but I wasn't getting the message at a glance. Human beings' attention span is eight seconds. Even a goldfish has more attention span than us, than we do as human. So if your design is not functional, if people cannot pick a call to action in the first few glances, that means you've not designed, right? So the third, the third challenge that you might be able to, that you might face in design, in, in, in this design career is balancing client needs and personal design preferences. That is what I just said now. Make the logo bigger, guy. Hear that, that phrase all the time we make the logo bigger every time but yeah as as, as funny as that might sound it is very very important balancing client needs and personal design preferences is very very important designers are always very attached to their designs which is not the best we don't we don't want to change that color that we feel like oh it's, it's so nice we don't want to increase that logo because it's going to disrupt the design we don't want to increase that text because because we feel like, oh, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to destroy the alignment. You understand? Those are some of the challenges that designers used to have. Being able to balance client needs and personal design preferences. Okay, I think I'm, 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 I'm to talk about this slide. Well, I have, I, I have. Uh, so I, I plan. Um, session is going to be very, very interactive as possible. I have, I have very, very short time left. So, this next slide. Like I said, um, like, uh, like I said before, design is never perfect. Design is never perfect. If it was, we will all still be using dexterity now. Anybody agree with me that design is never per perfect? So yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah. She might be able to work with tight deadlines, right? And sometimes, sometimes you you might have to just you know do what you have to do to deliver. There is no perfect design. There is no perfect design. If it was, like I said, everybody would still be using no criteria. That is where iterations come comes in. That is where design changes comes in. That is where that is where improvement on design comes in, right? If you look at Nokia, they are. They are they are very 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 much more much more sophisticated than what you're seeing right now. So yeah, let's move forward. Now, what is product design? Thank you, Mr. Emmanuel. There's no perfect app. There's no perfect designs. That's why we have updates. You're right. What is product design? Simply put, product design is a process of identifying a market opportunity, clearly defining the problem. 
developing a proper solution for that problem and validating the solution with real users. That's that's very long, right? I'm going, I'm going to break it down. I have very, very short time left. Product design is the process of identifying a problem, identifying an opportunity. That's what we designers see, see problems as. Problem is One problem is always an opportunity to create a product, right? I was listening to um, this space tax CEO. He said, oh, he, he saw that he, he, has, he has been finding it hard to make some transactions online. And then he, he wrote a code. And from that code, he saw that, oh, wow, charge a card from my laptop. My code can actually charge a card, right? And the next guy told him that, oh, wow, this is the product. This is a business. This is a, this is a company in itself. Right, that that is what identifying a product means. So look at Paystack today is very big, right? That's where identifying a, pro, a problem means. I mean, Paystack today is a very very big company, right? But everybody celebrates. So simply put, product design is the process of identifying an opportunity, identifying a problem, then defining that problem, defining the problem, and developing a solution for that problem. Now it does not stop at developing the solution. You have to validate that solution with the users. You have to test the product. That is what product design is. Identify a solution, um, a, um, a problem, define the problem, create a solution and test your solution. Simply put, that is what product design is all about. Now the key to successful product design is an understanding of the end user, the end user customer, the person for whom the product is being created. That is why that is why designers are very, 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 very passionate about solving problems. Like I said before, you must you must be a problem solver naturally. Now, for your product to be successful, it has to meet it has to meet the expectation of the end user. It has to meet the expectation of the customer. That is what we call a, a successful product. Product designers attempt to solve real problems for real people by using both empathy and knowledge of their prospective customers' habits, behaviors, frustration, needs, and wants. So this is just buttressing the, the first point that says, okay, identify the problem, develop a strategy, define the problem, develop a solution to solve that problem and validate it with the users. You understand you have to be able to feel what the, what the end users are feeling you have to be able to see what the end users are seeing for you to be able to make a very very good product so product design in conclusion wraps around the end user it wraps around the end it wraps around understanding that the end user because that is the reason why the product is being created in the first place now product design work process the first thing you have to do is research. I cannot overemphasize this, right? This involves understanding the criteria for the product, identifying the problem, brainstorming the concept. The second process is brainstorming. This process involves sketch and drafts and other presentations to outline your design ideas. The third step in product design work process is designing itself. This involves creating detailed designs. Typically, the, typically what um, it entails using computer-aided softwares, right? Like um, your Figma, like your Adobe XD, like your Sketch, 
and and so so on like that. Then the third, the fourth process is, is prototype development. The next phase, okay, five minutes. The next phase of this process and prototype development, which may involve three D designs, sketches, state of the art computer softwares, depending on the complexity and the demands of the project. Then the last process is prototype testing. Just this, all this process is even is even has already been um, talked about in the definition that I gave for product design. The last testing and modifying the created solution. Prototype testing, test, modify the created solution on the basis of real world uses and target user experience. So yeah, that is what product design is all about. I'll be very glad to share this um, this file, this presentation with everybody after this session, so that you know we can go through it all over again. Um, I don't have I don't have all the time to explain in depth like that we really want to, but um, just let us if you want this presentation after this class, and we'll be really really super glad to share it with you. So my next slide, it's a question. Is it um, um, interaction design said people should not have to read a manual to open a door? That means if, if let's assume that the, a door is your product, people should not have to read the manual to use it. That is how a product, that's how simple and the product should be. They said people should not have to read the manual to open the door, even if it is only one word, push or pull. That means a product must be self-explanatory. Right. So I'm throwing a question to the house now. Is it true that your product has failed if it comes with a manual? Looking at everything that I've said here, you might be able to understand your cost, your, your, um, your end user. You might be able to come from a place of empathy. You might be able to, to, see, to see and feel what they are feeling. So you might be able to create your products with them in the center. So the question now is, as your product failed, if it comes with a manual, you know, I said it that interaction design, they said, people don't have to read a manual to use a product. Even if it is just a word, your product should be self-explanatory. That is why, that is what product design is, is all about, right? So as your product failed, if it comes with a manual, let me see, let me see um, responses on the group, um, on the chat I made. Just, just drop a yes or a no. Mm, somebody said, I think it has not failed. Somebody said, no. I don't think so. No. 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 Not really. Not really. Oh. Um, I want to throw this question to the house. I have just five minutes more. Can anybody tell us? Can anybody give us a reason? Because you know, you know, the truth is we're used to whether you're used to you know using products and using stuff that come with a manual. Right, that's that most of the time, physical products that come from manual, we're used to you know, using them. So, is there, a, is there any reason why anybody said, okay, let's let's say for example, hmm, somebody said, yes, the product has spilled because if the product is self explanatory, there will be no need for a manual. Somebody said, this is relative. Now, please note, we're talking about digital products here, we're not talking about physical products. We're talking about digital products. Mm -hmm. Somebody said it depends on the product. Digital products. Let's okay. Let's let me um, let me let me rephrase this question. I have I have less than three minutes left. Let me rephrase this question. Do you need a manual to use an app? 
are you going to need to read a manual to use an app? Let's take, for example, we download a, uh, a savings app now. Are you going to need a manual to, to use it? If you need a manual to use it as a product field, not at all. Yes, that's filled. Okay, 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 okay. It depends on the product, the product and documentation and manual. Mm, nice. Service app is rendering. Mm -hmm. No, but instructions. Nice, 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 nice. I'm, I think I'm, I'm really, really enjoying this. Okay, let's let's close this chapter. Let's move to the next slide. I'm still going to share this um, this presentation to everybody that needs it. So let's go. Product design and graphic design. What are the similarities? What are the diff what are the differences? And how do we make a switch? Let's get straight into it. The main aim of graphic design is communication, right? I don't know if anybody agrees with me. Graphic designers have the how things should look, the fonts, the color arrangements of different elements. The edition needs to be wonderfully creative and visual, visually beautiful. Great. That is what graphic design is all about. Communication, attraction, attracting people, communicating to people, sending a message, passing a message across. That is one of the main aim of graphic design. Then product design on the other hand, the main aim of product design is to create solutions that will fix a problem, address a need, make a task easier and improve somebody's life, improve someone's life, I mean. So from these two definitions, we can already see the differences, right? One is to communicate, one is to look good, look beautiful and be visually expressive. The other ones is to create solutions, address needs, to make tasks easier and to improve lives. So product designers make research, brainstorm new ideas and come up with units that are tailored to the industry and not forgetting how and not forgetting about solving the problem. So that is what that is what product design is all about, right? So like I said before, the main aim of graphic design is communication and visual attraction. The main aim of product design is to create solutions, fix problems and make tasks easier. Now, you wanna make a switch. You're a product designer on this call and you, you like to make a switch. How do you do it? Okay, my time is up. How do you do it? I'll just I'll just quickly um, run through this this, um, this other remaining slides. First, you have to understand design elements and principles. You have to take courses and read blogs. I I really want to share my experience, but yeah, my time is up, so I will just quickly move through this. Work on demo projects. That's gonna be overemphasized. That's where you get experience. That's how you that's how you build your portfolio. Then look for internship internship positions. Learn in a real environment learn from people that are already an expert in the field you understand so my next screen is the question should every graphic designer become product designers i'm throwing the question to the house now should every graphic designer become product designers mm, somebody said no no mm. no no, no. Okay, so uh, um, I will still be here to answer questions. I'm very, 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 very ready for questions after now. Um, I'll still be here to take questions, to take questions, and, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to leave us with this 
slide. Um, thank you very, very much. Once again, my name is Lassisi Samuel. I'm a creative designer. I work with Versatile.ng and I work with NU Retail and Supply as creative designer. Um, I'll be so glad to connect with you after now. You can search me out on LinkedIn, Lassisi Samuel. Um, my Instagram at Samuel Lassisi underscore first. And let's connect. Let's talk after now. You know, thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. I'm going to be sharing this presentation to everybody quests for it. Okay. Hello, thank you. Wonderful um, initiative. Thank you very much, Mr. Kelechi. Uh, I really appreciate it. Hello, can you hear me? You can take over from here, sir. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Can you hear me? Um, can you hear me, guys? Hello, Lassisi, can you hear me? Okay, that's great. Okay, so thank you so much, um, um, Samuel, for your section. And um, um, it's great to have you with us, right? So going forward, right, I'd like to share in terms of what we should expect going forward with the event. So what Mr. Lassisi just tried to do was just to give us an introduction of what product design is and how it should be done and all of that. Then the next speakers that we're going to be having, of course, uh, Mr. Lassisi is not going anywhere yet. We're still going to have like a random section because we want to have an interactive section. So we can actually ask um, real-time questions like how much do designers earn? Um, I wrote on the form where people had to fill the conditions in terms of um, what are your expectations? What do you want to do and all of that? And I got some very good feedback, right? Some people want to change from from logistics to enter into product design. Some, somebody is a lawyer and wants to come to product design. How do we navigate that problem? And uh, part of the things you should expect in this conversation, in this meeting is things like, so if I come into product design, I choose to do product design, how do I get jobs? Because at the end of the day, right, in as much as passion is great, but we also important, it's also important to know that we also need money, right? So how do we now present ourselves in a manner which um, people can know us? Right, how people can be able to um, perceive us as an expert in what we do, right? And so these are part of the critical questions that we're going to be finding out in this particular case. How much do designers earn? How do I present myself better? What are the challenges that designers face? Things like post, um, imposter, I'm not better than this particular person. I think this person's design is better than my own. Ah, this person is far better than me. No, right, so the, this is going to make me um, Based on this conversation I've had right now, I'm going to be introducing the next speaker. Our next speaker is somebody that is very dear to my heart. Um, I've seen her growth story, have seen her grow. Right? I mean, she's amazing. Um, I don't go too much into too much details as to that's how a relationship was formed. But she's somebody that anytime I look at her, I'm very certain that she has gone well for herself. Right? Uh, her name is Kemi. Um, Adeliki, not David Adeliki anyway, but 
she's she's somebody that I'm sure that you, uh, every one of us, is going to really enjoy her speaking. Um, sorry, let me just quickly unmute her. Kemi, can you unmute yourself? Sure. Okay, yeah, so, I can. Okay, so um, before we just go ahead to have um, Kemi come on board, right? Let me also see that um, what Kemi is going to be doing is that she's going to be sharing her experience. So um, she's open to having you ask questions. So if you have questions and you want to ask, please write them on the chat box. She's going to be reading them. And uh, of course, in terms of what she's going to say right now, she's just going to talk about how she's going to present herself, how designers should present themselves. Right, uh, questions like how much designers earn, right? This kind of question that she's going to be asking on types of direction. So, if you have questions, please just so you say you cannot hear me. If you can't hear me, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hi, Kalechi. Okay, so please, if you have questions, please just type the messages right so that everybody can see and she can see all of them. All right, can you have the floor? Hi, guys. Um, Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Zolo Akemiandeleke. I'm a product designer. I'm based in Lagos, Nigeria, but I work remotely um, with two different companies in US. Yeah, you heard me right. Yeah, I work full-time with two different companies in US. Um, I, like I said, I'm based in Nigeria and I work remotely. Okay, so let me tell you um, a short story about myself. Um, I believe the reason why we're here is because we want to learn and grow, right? We want to see how we can um, navigate our way into product design, how we can come from our background, probably being an accountant or being um, a social media manager or being a business analyst and you're trying to vetic. So I think that's, um, those are the strategies we want to learn, we want to learn today. So let me just share a little bit story about myself and see and you guys can hear. Okay, I'm I was initially um a front desk officer, front desk personnel. You know, you guys know all this um customer service that their major goals are just to receive guests, um, send meals, receive emails, book um flights for the boss and all that. So that was actually my field um before before I dive into tech. And I, I never had a um a tech background. Yeah, I never had a tech background, not like probably maybe I was um learning computer science before. I never had a tech background, but somehow I then I never um found fulfillment in what I was doing. I didn't find fulfillment in what I was doing. I was just I was just working. You know, at times where you know you're working, like I'm, I was just working, there was no fulfillment. Yeah, I'll leave home in the morning, get home at night. Ah, uh, at the today, sorry, I had to. I just I want us to feel at home. So I'll just go like, oh, we are we are gone, we've gone, we've come back. Well, what happened? Nothing. As in, there is no highlights, no highlights, no major achievements. Everything was just like, so just there. So I told myself that I did that for years. Yeah, I did that for years. So I told myself that I actually can't continue this way. I needed a life for myself. I need, I, I need a career that I know I will thrive in. And I know myself um, naturally as someone that always wants to get things done, right? I, I, I'm not this person that is convenient. Like I'm not in my comfort zone. I need something that will always push me that, hey, guy, do this thing, do this thing, do this thing. Get, get this thing done. So 
and um, my front desk job wasn't even giving me, it wasn't even going in that way at all. It was just like, I was just leaving, right? I was leaving and of course time was passing. So I told myself that I needed something better. So um, when I wanted to, why did I make um, a decision to go in tech? Of course there are other industries, guys. Right? There are other industries, but I've been a lover of um, computer, whatever has to do with computer. So, oh, okay. I just want to type that. Maybe that was why I was a Fondex officer, right? I just wanted. To, I just want to type, um, book, um, flight tickets and all that. Sure, you guys understand. Send mails, receive mails, reply mails. So I said, okay. So if I actually love doing this, I think I would need to get more closer to any job that has to do with me being on my system always. Can you guys see how I actually discovered myself there? I, I realized that I had interest in always um, typing, anything that has to do with computer, I had interest in it. So I, I knew that I just, I need something that would um, push me to always be with that system and also bring in income, right? So I, I, I had a discussion with my friend then, I took him as my mentor then because he was the it was the only person that was close to me in tech. I mean in tech, yeah, it was the only person I knew. So I, I had him as my mentor then. I told him about my interest in tech. Then the guy was working as a software engineer in Andela, but now he's also working remotely with a company in the um, US. So it was the senior software engineer in Andela and then so I told him that ah. Idea. I don't even have, I don't even know how it works. Like what, what what can I do? What should I do? What are the steps to take? So he put me through and he told me that okay, I have to found my interest. I said, okay, I want to learn how to code that I actually don't know anything, but I, of course I know when I learn, I would I would know it. And he said, sure, that he also started from learning it also. So I um he told me to take YouTube as my best friend. I took YouTube as my best friend. It was always YouTube day and night, learning how to code. So I learned HTML, CSS, JavaScript. I built a couple of projects with JavaScript and all that. I built websites, a process projects that I actually hosted with um, GitHub pages. You know, you can host um, your products, your projects, your process projects with GitHub pages just to just to test and just let people see what you're doing. So um, at a point, I, I, it was the one that I even suggested that, okay, if there's any internship opportunities that it would love me to go, like, go and go myself so I can gain, like, um, more understanding on, you know, um, on front-end web development because since that's what I'm doing, I was just basically um, learning via YouTube. So I said, no, voila, that's definitely sure. So one day he saw a link to a virtual internship and he asked me to enroll. So I enrolled. Yeah. In the internship, I was, I was um, learning both Content web development and um, UI UX design. At um, at a point, I in, like I said, I don't actually have any understanding of UI UX. I don't even have any idea. But at least then I already knew um, content web development. Like I know what to, I know how to code. At least, at least uh, um, for a beginner, I can build um work like a boot analog clock um i mean yeah yeah a clock so in the um are you guys following me are you guys with me so let me know if you guys are with me just type are you guys with me all right okay 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 so okay i'm getting a lot of yes so um while in the internship it's it's for it was um, a virtual internship for beginners yeah so i was juggling both learning front-end web development and ui ux design at a point, I realized that design was uh, taking my attention, right? 
Design was taking my attention than content web development. And not like I actually don't like how to, I don't like to code. I like to code, but I I, I found out that design was just more like the, the vibe, the passion was just getting higher as they go. So I told myself that, okay, I think I would rather focus more on design than um, coding, being a content developer, even though that was how I started, right? So when I had a discussion with my then mentor, the guy, I told him that, okay, well, I, I, I'm learning these two things though in this internship. It was a three month virtual internship. And he said, okay, that um, when I'm done, I would need to pick one and leave one, at least get grounded in one, right? So that is actually um, an, in, the importance of a mentor because he, he made me to understand that I need to actually get grounded in one, like, so pick one and leave the other. Of course, when you're guarded in one, you can just easily pick up the next one and just um do some touch up and all that. So that was how my journey to code design started. If you guys are following me, I did not start from being a UI designer, not at all. I did not even start from being a graphic designer. My life, like my life then, my career then was um customer service. Yeah, customer service. That was the field I was then. And when I dive into tech, I started from front-end web development, not even the design. But somehow the journey grew to me getting into design and to where I am now. So now, how do you navigate your way? How do you change? How do you choose um design, color design as a career? You can hear myself like how I did mine. Now, how do you do yours? The way you can do it is find your find what interests you. Yeah, find what interests you. Your your what do they call it? What you like doing best, like um, what you know you like you love doing most. What interests you? If it's something related to colors, if it's anything related to you looking at um, how something is actually um, visually appealing, you're, you're someone that um, probably you just like um, anything stressful in your life. You don't like anything stressful, you just like it when things are easy, when you can quickly get your things done, then design, you're, you're actually still in, in line with um, coder design. So you need to get your passion. You need to know if this thing is actually your passion and how do you know that find what interests you find what you love doing find um what you know that even if you're not eating if you don't eat and someone call you to come and do that thing you'll be able to do it joyfully do you get do we get so now and um how do you now um navigate your way as a beginner and now you've started right you are into you're in the industry already as a coder designer how do you navigate your way you're still a beginner you don't know anyone you don't know you don't know you don't know any tech girl you don't know any you're just you're just coming up just like when then then so how do you navigate your way first off you need to um you need to get um you need to interact with people yeah you need to make friends that's very very important even though as a beginner you need to make friends right you need to make friends and um make friends that would add to your would add to your skills like friends that would um are valuable friends that will share that you guys would share um your values and your goal aligns the, the friends that your your goals actually align with each other then the next one after you've make you've made friends guide the next one is for you to ask questions you need to learn how to be inquisitive yeah i know a lot of people are you don't know anything you're, you're you're actually new in the field but you have to learn how to ask like you know the worst you can get is no or i'm busy that is the worst that's the worst worst you can get but you need to learn how to ask 
ask questions. After you've made friends, those friends you made, ask them questions. Oh, how do I do this? How do I do that? You need to you need to learn to socialize in 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 the um, in the industry because as a beginner, the jobs are not coming. Okay, now let me give it. The jobs aren't coming to beginners. They are actually coming to um, the seniors. Now, how as a beginner, how do you not get that job? You need to make your you need to get yourself acquainted with those seniors you need to interact with them right you need to interact with them make friends with them and then ask questions ask them questions it's it, 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 like i said the worst thing you get is oh i'm busy blah 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 then the next one starts um learning you have to start learning um we have so many courses on coursera we have courses on udemy we have courses on um future learn yeah future learn skillshare so you just pick anyone anyone start learning no matter YouTube, YouTube at least YouTube is free. So you that one you, you don't have to like pay money because I can understand just like I was started also. I never started with paid courses. I started from YouTube. YouTube is a, a from YouTube. YouTube will give you a kind of background knowledge on what you want to do. YouTube will pave the way for you. But then you cannot start after you start learning with YouTube. Then you cannot bring in um taking courses from. Coursera and um, Udemy and all. So now, after you've done that, right, you, you're, you're learning already. While you're learning, you practice. You, you need to design what you're learning. What you're learning, you need to practice it, no matter how small. See, imposter syndrome is good, especially as a beginner in this field. Imposter syndrome is really, really good. You need to fight it. As you're learning, see, no matter how ugly you think your design is, put it out. Post it, let people see it. You're a beginner, nobody will kill you. No, nobody will, nobody will kill you or hold you or whatever. The, the thing is, don't just stay at that, um, at that point of a beginner. You need to keep moving, right? You need to keep moving. So, okay, um, now let's go to how do you get job because that's the most important thing. How to get job in the field now. You need to, like I've, I mentioned, interact with people socialize and all but the most important thing is you are you need to have a portfolio you 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 it's actually very very important how do you how do you make a portfolio how do you put your portfolio together design anything any idea you can think of anything at all design it put it out on beyond on um on gable on whatever put it there and also how to get jobs if you want to get international jobs of course nigerian jobs too yeah take linkedin seriously LinkedIn is um, a platform that, um, that is powerful, but not all of us, not everyone actually understand um, how powerful LinkedIn is. Take LinkedIn seriously. Post there, be active. The way you are active on Twitter and um, WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, be active on LinkedIn also. Let um, your connections know what you do. Talk about yourself, hype yourself. Guys, let me tell you something. Let me, let me bust your brain. A, a great product, a successful a great product is 90% marketing and 10% development. Yeah, WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, all their products, right? The, what, entail, what it entails is just 90% marketing and 10% development, which also means you need to see yourself as a product, as you are. Whether you're just starting out or you are mid-level or mid-level or senior, Always see yourself as a product. You need people to buy into what you're doing. You need people to buy into your services. So market yourself. Personal branding is actually very important. When you brand yourself, you will get jobs. Trust me, you will get jobs. That one is actually, it, it is certain. You will get the jobs. Brand yourself. Put, uh, put 
yourself out there. People are seeing you. Don't look at it as if, oh, I'm just doing this thing. Nobody's seeing me. Trust People are seeing you. They are really seeing you. Trust me. That one I can I can give you under percent assurance. So my time is almost up. Now, what am I trying to say is make a decision, stick with it, be focused. Don't don't shiver. The the, the industry is sweet. The the industry is sweet. Yeah, it is sweet and accommodating to everyone who wanna dive in. Don't shiver, build a portfolio, make friends, interact with people. Build a portfolio, be active on LinkedIn. Trust me, put yourself out on LinkedIn. More, 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 more. Take that very important. Then personal branding, invest in personal branding. Personal branding has to do with your portfolio also and how you market yourself. Put yourself on the standard, like be a standard um, designer, developer, software engineer. Put yourself on that standard. And please, whatever you do, don't see yourself as a roadside designer. That is, uh, that is the standard and the personal branding. You're not a roadside designer. Even as a beginner, trust me, you're not a roadside designer. You're just at your um your field your um, level of you are you are at your level to becoming you are your road to becoming. So just um take your time, keep learning, keep practicing, keep interacting with people. Keep socializing and yeah, very, very important. You get jobs, definitely. Take your LinkedIn, very important. Your trust me, LinkedIn very powerful. It will give you whatever you want. So, guys, I think I will um take an alt here because my time is up. And if you have any question, please um feel free to ask any question. Okay. Okay, so thank you so much. Thank you so much, um, Kevin. Your time has really been impactful. Um, so please, for everybody that is listening to me, right, this camera is not going anywhere for now. At least you have um, more questions that you want to ask. Please, of course, her LinkedIn handle is going to be shared to you. Emails are going to be sent. Even live recording of this um, half YouTube is going to be shared to everybody on YouTube, basically. All right. Um, so going forward, right, I have um, some awareness. I pronounced that name correctly, right? But um, Sam is an amazing guy. I met him, I think I met him at a point where I was also beginning my design career, right? Not really starting, but really switching from being a graphic designer to being a product designer. I don't know that. He's one of the few people that usually knows how to articulate his stocks properly. And that's why he's one of the reasons why I'm excited to have him here. So what Sam is going to be telling us about is really about the training and all of that. Um, so it's one thing to really go to YouTube to pick up those information. Some other times you need somebody to hold you by the hand, right? Kenny spoke about mentors and all of that. You at least you need somebody that is even around the environment to even tell you what you should expect and all of that, right? So I think that Sam is going to be talking to us within that light. Then three of them are going to be sitting down, right? We're going to have them, their, their mics are going to be open so that they can be able to tell us uh, of course, you can ask questions. I already have some questions that I want to ask them, right? Because Kemi is an amazing person working international. Sam has been building an amazing product that is usable, right? Um, Lassisi has been one of, I mean, if you know of your police station, you literally can hear and know that and your police station is not the kind of police, the regular police station, right? You can see that their branding is on point. And those, the people behind those things are people like um, Lassisi that are behind it. So 
Um, with, without further ado, I would just like to um, allow Mr. Sam have his time now. Sam, please, can you own your mic, unmute your mic? Hi, good evening. Oh, sorry, good afternoon. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me, let me share, show my face. Hi, welcome. Hello. We can hear you. We can hear you. Yeah, can you can you see me? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Sorry, the light condition here is very bad because um, I mostly work at it in the dark. So yeah. Anyway, um, good evening. My name is Sam Iwino, and um, I'm a product designer. So um, I'll be talking about um, a few things about um, complaints that people do get back to me on, which is more on, um, okay, they've, they've seen YouTube video, they've seen, um, they've taken Udemy courses and all, and they don't know what to do next. And um, you can feel free to cut me in at any point to ask questions. You can always um, drop it in the chat section and I'll be there to to also answer that. Okay, so um, once again, my name is Sam Ewenu. I started, um, let me run a brief uh, story, which is more like I started uh, um, UIUS in 2016, but then and from there, pay more than just doing graphics where product. I have, I've always knew there's something more, but over time I, I came across the fact that there's something more than um, just graphics. And that's really interesting for me because I'm a very curious person. I think that's one of the key things to learning. So you have to stay curious. Um, yeah, from there, I had the opportunity to work with an online store playing fans in the wife of um, the scientist that's Femi Taiwo. And through that, I was able to, I was able to get an internship position in i 9 in that, that was early 2016. And since then till now, it's been, well, just giving God the glory. So back to um, sometimes last year, last two years, I organized um, a program called Design Together. And, um, okay. So I organized a program called Design Together. And after this whole program where I get to talk about um, the conceptualization of a, of a product and um, every other thing around it, people, people went online and did some, watched some YouTube videos and also some Udemy courses and then came back and see things like, um, Here's the thing, they have this Udemy certificate, they have this Udacity certificate, they have this um, YouTube videos that they finish, but then they don't know how to start a proper product from scratch. But then um, 
here's the thing. So there are a few things that you need to note before you actually start product design, UI, UX, anything. There are a few things you need to know. And secondly is um, during your course of um, learning, there are also other things you need to do. And what do you need to do when you're done? Like when you're done with this certificate, what do you need to do from there? So first of all, the one thing I would like to say is stay curious. Know that there is no way you know everything. The first thing online, everything you've known about design and just be very open-minded That's before you start learning. Now, a lot of people just want to get on YouTube video and stay there, watch the video from beginning to the end and believe, oh, okay, that's it then they want to just get on their system and start doing stuff. No, but that's not how it works. You're, you're actually supposed to, for me, okay, let me give you an example of how I go through anything that has to do with video tutorial. So first of all, I watch the video tutorial without doing anything. First, I will just, the first round I'm watching, I'm watching from beginning to the end without touching my design tool or any tool that the person is seeing. And, the second time I'm watching, that is when I get to do things. So it means before the person does the next thing, you have an idea of what they want to do. So it's like this person is talking to you and explaining the whole thing to you for the second time. And obviously, there's no way you won't understand something if, you, if you're getting the explanation for the second time, except if there is a problem somewhere. So yeah, um, I will always advise that the first time you're watching a tutorial video, just go through the video without doing anything. Just focus on the video 100%. Then this, the second time you're watching the video is when you tend to start doing all the, um, start following suit with um, the, the instructor. The third part of it is you don't have to understand everything before you do the next step. The, the, the thing that is going, you don't have to, okay, the instructor can come and say, oh, um, let's draw a box. Yeah, at that particular point, you don't know why he's drawing a box, but you don't need to know. Just focus on that. So a lot of people just get that break that, okay, why is it, why, how did you know he's going to draw a box? You'll get there, but at the same time, at that second time when you're going through that video, just be open-minded. So just follow the instructions that, oh, okay, he said we should draw a box. Let me draw a box. Then go through that particular section and at the end of it, you tend to say, oh, okay, I've done this exact thing that this person did. But how did you know that I was supposed to draw a box? How did you know that I was supposed to um, draw a circle? How did you know that this text is supposed to be here? That's the problem a lot of people do have, which is one thing that is very difficult for people to, to actually start their own project. So now on that case now, here is the thing that I would say is, it's still more on when you do more practice, you get to understand more things. So, okay, yes, yeah, I didn't just get into INITS as an intern. I do attend, they have this Friday, um, Friday developer learning thing that they do every Friday, 4 p.m. I knew nothing about development, I knew nothing about UI, UX, or product design, but I do attend that session. I'll sit there, watch each developer or designer talk about what they do and explain things without getting anything. But it just got to that point when I got into it, all those things that I learned while I was there, they started coming back to me. And then I had better understanding that, oh, okay, so this was why this person did this. 
So at first, if, if you are upcoming, I, I'm not sure of the um, category of people we have in this um, section right now, but if you're upcoming, one thing I'll just say is just practice first. Focus on what the person is doing. Don't try to understand why the person is doing it at first. Okay, this person is trying to create a mobile screen, try to create that mobile screen. Then when you are done with that, start asking yourself the questions. But during the course of it, don't ask questions. Just follow suit from the beginning to the end. By the time you, are, you, you come back to it, you, you start having a glitch of, oh, okay, so this is why this person did this. This is why that person did this. Or by the time you get to know, okay, how user experience work, how to create a flow, and all of those things, you, you start getting an idea of, oh, okay, so now I get why. I know why this person would just stand up and come and say, oh, okay, let's draw boxes, let's draw circles. Now, on that aside, another thing a lot of people forget is the fact that the things you do while you are learning can also add to your portfolio. So that's one thing you also need to consider. So with that, you, you, you tend to put in more effort in learning these things. Know for a fact that, okay, you want to get into a tech space or you're getting into a tech space, especially the way it is right now. Nobody wants to employ someone that doesn't have any idea of what they're doing. They need to know that, oh, okay, you've done something. Let's see what you've done. Let's see um, one or two things that you've done before so that we can say, okay, you're even fitting for an intern. Um, okay, sorry, I, I just, someone just said if the program is still going on in INITS. Um, the program I talked about, Design Together, wasn't INITS program. INITS was just one of the sponsors. I, I personally, with a um, group of people, created that group of other designers. And Kilichi was on board on that. So during that section, I think we had two classes and that was it. Okay, so moving on. Um, you need to know that, first, what you're doing and what you're learning can also add up to your portfolio. So which means you need to put in extra effort to do exactly what the um, instructor is telling you to do. So if the instructor puts a box and it has 25, don't use 24, don't use 23, stay to that 25. Because you're trying to, yeah, it may, it may be just, oh, you're following, you just want to follow. Yes, follow first. Then you get the understanding later. Imagine you don't really know how to, use a design tool and you are all done. I'm, 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 I know there are people that are just, okay, UX designers and all, but um, I'm bringing it down to Nigeria now, um, saying for a fact that here in Nigeria, there's a whole lot more, there's a difference between, okay, when you have, um, if you're working with a foreign company, and I'll tell you my experience when I work with, I'm currently working part-time with a US company too, but my full-time is INITS. So here's the thing, they want you to, to be able to do UI and do US, and lately they've added HTML and CSS to your skills. So it's not just, oh, I know you are US, Okay, now you want to complete it. You're, you submit your CV, you submit your is your US, and there's someone that is also coming US and I do HTML and CSS. Who do you think they will consider first? So that that's the thing. So at this point in the 
Hello, can you hear me? Guys, can you hear me? Hello, if you can hear me, please just put uh, messages on the chat room. I think some um, some has a little bit of network issues, so he'll be back shortly. I'll try and reach him now. Okay, so pending when Sam comes on board, right? Um, after Sam's own part of it, what the plan was, we were going to try it back. Okay, yeah, it's back. Okay, Sam. okay, okay, sorry about that. My network was bad. Yeah. You can okay, so I'm bad. Uh, Okay, so as, I, as I'm saying, so try to make sure that okay, the first thing is pay more attention to. I'm rounding up on what you do while you are while you are learning is use every bit of information you have to create your portfolio in the process. And what is next to do when you're done? Okay, so a lot of people just feel by default, um, once they are done with all this Udemy, um, YouTube video stuff, the next thing is bam, you just get a job and immediately um, you, 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 you get employed and all. It doesn't just work like that. It doesn't just work like that. You just have to continue practicing, keep practicing, and in that process, you're automatically building your portfolio. If you have someone sends you a dribble link, join and keep putting your work there, no matter how bad you think it is. Yes, that, so that's another thing. Most times we want to focus on, oh, okay, I'm creating this thing now. Oh, it's not good. I, I can't continue with it. No, no, no. no. You, you don't have to like immediately, immediately jump from the start to becoming, comparing your job or your work immediately with what your instructor did. It took them years to be at that point where they can just come up and say they're doing something and immediately, immediately you're getting it. So that's, that's the thing. So more, more of that is just focused on the fact that um, you need to practice more and it's not immediately. Don't don't just put it in your head when you're getting in that, oh, I'm doing this thing so I could get a job. No, you need to actually put in that effort. Okay, so let me answer this last question here. Um, does, UI, uh, does UI design have to do with coding? Okay, so UI design directly doesn't have to do with coding, but at the same time, they will still have to code your design, right? Your design is not just going to automatically go from UI to a product. So they'll still have to code it. So this is why people prefer someone that has knowledge of HTML and CSS. So by the time you're designing, you put those things at the back of your mind. That, oh, okay, let's say I want to use Bootstrap. So if you're designing, you design in such a way that it will be easier to implement with Bootstrap. You're not just designing, and there are they, a whole lot of designs on Dribble right now. And I can tell you the fact that nobody is coding them, it's just for fancy sake. But when you're actually building a product, you have to consider how to implement that design to a code. You don't really have to do it yourself. You don't really have to know how to do it yourself, but you need to have like a basic knowledge of what you're doing, like 
HTML and CSS. So that's the basic thing. So yeah, I think I think that will be all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sam. So we are trying as much as possible to keep um, the speakers um, to share a little bit of the experience. Right. So in case you have more questions, please do share with us now. And please, I'd like to have Kemi and Samuel back online, right? So you can now unmute yourself. I think I have to unmute you. Please unmute yourself, Kemi. Um, Samuel, please, please unmute yourself. Okay, so I'm, 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 yeah. So someone just dropped a question that said, what's the best format to use for the pics, but depending on um, the pics, what do you say the pics? Are you talking about background image or you're talking about having an icon or something? So you need to be more specific because when it comes to design, there's a whole lot about pictures. Yeah. So me, I'm going to ask some, I'm going to ask some questions so that before people start popping up questions on their mind, right? Then, okay. yeah, so this question is going to be directed to um, Samuel, right? So Samuel and um, the two Samuel, basically, right? Um, you guys have been around design for some time. So what's your, so for somebody like the uh, boots, okay, for someone like Kemi, Kemi came from a background where she had to do product design first, right? So she just came in. And pretty much a lot of people on this section, on this group, are they're trying to figure out their head around what product design is, right? Um, would you say that it's important for us to be able to, for them to learn how to do graphic design first, or learn how to do fundamentals of graphic design, or would you say that your journey that because you did graphic design, it was easy for you to enter into graphic design? What what would you think about it? So I'll just let um, Sam Ewenu first, but also send to Lassisito. Do you understand my question? Yes, which of the Sam is going first? You, 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 you. You, you, you. Oh, myself, okay. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, as a graphics designer, I can tell you, you have like plus one for the fact that you already know how to use a design tool. So, but it's not a must that you have to be a, a graphics designer for you to be a product or UI UX designer. There are people that do illustrations for that. So you can always contact an illustrator when you need something that is so artistic. But when you're when we're talking about UI, UX design, you don't really have to know graphics design, really graphics design for you to. Most of the time, I tell people when it comes to UI, if you, when it comes to UI, being specific, if you look at it very well, everything can be boxed around boxes and circles. So no matter how great that UI is or that UX is, if you look at it, uh, UI is very well. If you look at it, except for the ones that, let's say, okay, this person adds some form of an illustration and all, but like, forget basic UI, the common product that we see around us every time, things you see mostly are just boxes and circles and text. Okay, so, really okay, so I'd like to hear last season point of view, so. All right, um, so thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, um, just as Sam has said before, you don't necessarily need to, you know, know a lot about graphic designs. But I encourage you 
to understand basic design principles, it is really going to help you, right? You need to understand basic design principles and apply these principles in your UI, do you understand? So that is going to be an edge. If you're a designer, it is plus. Okay, okay. All right, so um, let, me, let me do a follow-up question to this particular question that I asked if you're still online. It's going to be that, hello, Sam, are you with me? Okay, it's not online. So Kemi, I'm not the one that's one. Hello, Kemi. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, I'm so let me, let me do a quick follow-up question, right? So in your own mind, right, what do you think are the opportunities that are available for designers, right, compared to, to our fellow brothers in the Lord, developers, right? Do you think that we have opportunities more than them or you think the opportunities are equal or in the workspace environment, do you feel like you're treated equally with the developer? What do you think about it? Because a lot of developers here talk about that, or they have the feeling that they are, they are proud. Developers are usually proud. <laughs> so what do you think about design, right? What do you think about design? The opportunities are around design, basically. Yeah, okay. Yeah, in the industry, I would say as opportunities around um, developers. Yeah, why do I say so? Let me tell you guys something. See, we are both, both us cake. Developers are hot cakes. You too, as a designer, you are hot cake. In fact, you are the most hot cake. If I, I, I don't know if then if there's anything better than hot cake, you are the most hot cake in that in that in that um, industry. I mean, in that company yeah in that company because you are you, as a designer you are the foundation of anything you you had the main person so the opportunity is as equal of course developers too are actually they are they are they are, they are at least they are house cake but trust me in finance the opportunities are many it's just that oh there are not enough or what i call it there are not enough people with value that can actually offer that value so the opportunities are there seriously but People have not, I would say, they, um, they have not seen those um, people that are up to that um, standard, up to what they want to offer that value. So I think I've answered that question. Okay, so like, for example, now, somebody that wants to change his uh, career, so people can ask questions. Please, if you have, feel like you have questions, please just raise your hand, then we can allow you to ask questions to the guest, right? Uh, so I'm going to ask Kemi another follow-up question in terms of, um, so I'm a new designer, I'm just coming on board, right? And I'm trying to figure out my way around it. Um, how much am I expecting to earn? All right, or do you think I should just start looking for money? Or I should just, what do you think, right? Then if peradventure I get into it, like what's like the starting fee? How much designers, for example, uh, at the internship level, what's like the minimum I should expect? At the senior level, mid-level, right? Well, how much should I expect? Then at the senior, 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 Right? How much should I be expecting? Is there like, what's the growth strategies in this life? Because I saw you made a tweet, right, recently about something about, I'm just starting my design, I want portfolio, right? I want to do my portfolio, the another level of 150K. So tell me about that, please. Okay, so when it comes to um, Henning in um, tech, 
I think I have um, little knowledge based on my experience, and I think I'll share the knowledge with us. So when it comes to earning, I've not I've not worked in with um, Nigerian company. In this um, I mean when I started out as um, a techie, I've never worked with it. I um, mean a Nigerian company full time. So. I really can't give you um, what like um, a kind of Guinea or a ten in a Nigerian company. I don't have the idea, but trust me, I'm sure people who have the idea might tell you, oh, okay, probably in a Nigerian company as an intern you can earn so 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 amount, as a junior product designer, as a senior, then as senior senior senior. I actually don't know for Nigerian companies, but I'm sure of course them they might be paying well also, right? But for international companies now, those ones are more better and they actually value your skills more i think more at least than nigerian companies yeah so as an intern if you have an opportunity to intern with an international company that's actually value your skills of course at least if you want to earn in naira or you want to earn in um dollars in naira you can you you might i'm not now it depends on the company so if you now have this if i say okay this is what can you said please do. <laughs> all right now, to be very sincere, it depends. Very serious now. It depends on the company, Nigerian companies, international companies. It depends on the companies. Some companies don't pay much. Even international companies, some they really don't pay much. Why some international companies will pay you well? So now do we see now that it's not dependent on the company, not not you or your skills or whatever. It is if they want to pay you. It is, it is it. So now, um, international wise. I'm not being paid as a junior designer, so I won't tell you how much a junior designer hand. I think I'm being paid as a senior designer. So I think I think that is where I will put myself. I, I hand as a senior designer, right? Even though my experience in the field is a year, but with what I've done and what I'm ending, I don't hand, I don't hand of that level. I'm not handing in that level. So um you hand well, right? Let me just put it that way. I won't give you um a number, like I won't give you a figure. Yeah, I won't give you a figure, but trust me, you hand well. Nigerian companies, international companies, if you know your worth, yeah, it's all boils down to you knowing your worth. If you know your worth, even international company might want to bring one yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah, salary to you. If you know your worth, tell them no. Reject. I've rejected companies though. Reject the offer if you know your worth. So it's just it's just as simple as that. I can't give a figure, but trust me, if you know your worth, you will hand well. Okay, so it was a rage, Kemi. Thank you, thank you, thank you, um, Kemi. I know she's trying to be a okay. she's trying to be a politician in this one. So let's let's um let's let's um talk about something. Yeah. Okay, so um when you're talking about um the figure when it comes to earning, I can see a lot of people shouting, give us a rage, give it, give us a rage. <laughs> but I can tell you that <laughs> as a Nigerian company, okay, I think I've happened to work with two, then one as the part-time. I can, I can give you a slight range, and for the fact that I've also helped recruit, like, some. So, if you're a junior level, no, let's say intern. Let, let me start from internship. Let's say intern. Intern is from 50k to 80k. That's the one that I know of. The minimum, the minimum range. Obviously, depending on the firm, like Kemi said, so it's it's a thing that okay, the minimum is from 50 to 80k because many of them feels oh okay, you don't really have that experience yet, and they they have to teach you why you earn money. So they feel okay, they need to like 
cut down on how much you should earn. Then as a, as a junior level, you are within the range of 120 to 150. As a junior level, you're within the range of 120 to 150. Then as a mid-level, you're within the range of 150 to 220. As a mid-level, you're within the range of 150 to 220. Then if you're a senior designer, then you can go from 250 upward, depending on the firm. Depending on the firm. There are firms in Nigeria that paid senior designer up to 700k a month. There are firms that pay senior designer just 250. There are firms that pay senior designers, um, sorry. There are other firms that pay senior designer 320. So, but from, from, from that range of being a senior, it doesn't really stop. It depends on the capacity of <laughs> the firm. So that's just it. Okay. Um, All right, thank you so much. I see a lot of people talking about this Naira or USF, US. So it's Naira or in Nigeria. We pay you Naira. Nigeria, we pay you Naira. Kemi is. Um, oh, I'm talking about Naira. Everything I've said so far is in Naira. Sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about monthly, yes. Monthly, not yearly, monthly. So yeah, if you imagine that amount monthly, so you, you know it's not, it's not in dollars. Sorry. Okay. Um, I also like to say this also that okay designers all right um, they get a lot of offers so it's not just it's not just um you working full-time right you might be working full-time also get part-time jobs kemi has already rights and said she's already working in two positions and i know some i know both some i thought i know the three guests like i know them to some level not just the irish staff but i know them to a very good level right some is fantastic great designer smartest guys i've met one of the smartest guys i've met Right, it's fantastic. He's also running a versatile company like that. So he has like a lot of lots of graphics work, right? Uh, he has even shared some opportunities with me myself too. Sam himself too is crazy, mad, mad, mad guy. That's how we try to explain when we see some stuff. But Kemi, um, Kemi is trying to be a politician because uh, she's earning in dollars, so not naira, so she doesn't want to um, go to the but what I can say, right, for, for the opportunities that we have in Nigeria is that the opportunities are there, right? And like Kenny said in our own part of the session, the, the opportunities are coming to senior guys, right? And if you are going to be look like as if you're part of the senior guys, I mean, looking at it, Kenny has one year or just over one year, and she's already positioned herself to look like a she's a senior person. Imagine what happens when she has five years, right? So it's really about positioning and the network of people that you have around you. And I, I mean, Kenny, I don't know, I don't want to go too deep into her relationship, but I think that she's somebody that you always want to have around you. And I always tell her that every time I see her, right? Because I know she has a way to get you, get something for her. Like not in a very, but you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? So I think that one of the things you need to do as a designer is not just build your capacity as a designer, right? You need to build your communication skills. You need to be able to articulate yourself properly when somebody is playing and speaking to somebody and all of that, right? That's what I think about all the things that comes into design. Then I also have one question, and I want to direct this to Samuel Asisi. I've already shared this particular feedback to the three of them, but I think three of them are going to mention on the advice for the particular person that is in this group. 
right? So he said he's a lawyer, right? And he's thinking of moving into product design or coming to the tech world basically. So what's your advice? I'm going to answer my own part of what I think about at the end of this, right? But I'm going to let uh, Samuel Assisi talk see his own part of this first. Right, talk about what he thinks about it first. So he's a lawyer and he's been, I mean, law to be a lawyer is a good profession, right? So what do you think about this summer? And what point of view then? Can we also go ahead and everybody will let it go? All right. Um, thank you so much, Kelechi. So, yeah, um, like I said before in my section, I said, first of all, you have to look inwards, right? You have to understand yourself. You have to know what you really want. You have to know what you really want to do and what you, you have to be able to think about, okay, in five years time, what do I see myself doing? For this particular person, you have to, you, have, um, you just need to, you know, do I see myself maybe um, in the seat or a position of a judge or maybe as, a, as still a lawyer, as still a lawyer, or do I really, really want to do something else? It boils down from that. So it just depends on you basically. Nobody can make that decision for you, right? Nobody can make that decision for you. You have to, you have to look at, um, you have to look at what you really want for yourself. Do you want to continue in this, um, in this um, profession, or you really want to move? So that is your own, um, your own decision, basically. And like um, Kemi has said, if you want to switch, if you have decided to switch, there are very, very easy steps for you to follow, right? Kemi has said it all in a session. I'm just going to allow her to, to talk more on that, right? So, thank you. Okay, okay, okay. I'd like to hear what Kemi thinks about it. So, do you think that it's going to be a decision, is it a good decision in your mind to move into, or it might not, it might not just be design, right? But what do you advise? I think you have to unmute her. Okay, okay. Okay, please try and unmute her. Okay, yeah, so um, the, the thing is, anything that has to do about career, you need to uh, be very careful in making that decision because your career actually defines who you are and who you're gonna be. So, um wanted to make a career switch right from being a lawyer to, to a techie you have to be very careful with it because of course before you actually decide to be a lawyer that something must have pushed take this as a course that made you spend um four or five years in university to become a lawyer so now if you don't want to change and go into tech it means there's something also that got about that um push again because everything in life must be like something must be pushing you, Charlie. <laughs> something must be pushing you. If you really want to achieve anything in this life, you have to have something that is pushing you. Because that is what that, we, that, that is what we keep pushing you to. Like, oh, I have to do better. I have to be. I have to do better. I have to get better. So, um, for you to want to get into tech, it means probably you're not having fulfillment. Just like I said, for my own my own part, I, there was no fulfillment. I just knew I was just going to office and coming back at night. Like there was nothing. So um, it's fine, yeah, it's fine. If you have a, um, a conviction in you, if you have a conviction in you that this is actually what I wanna do, so it is really fine. And another thing is, I, I want to mention something, something that I think I've not mentioned is, and it's very, very important. Please, 
get yourself prepared for the, the tough time. Get yourself prepared, like get yourself prepared mentally, especially, yeah, mentally prepared for the tough time because as a, as a new person getting into an, an industry you don't know of, you are bound to face rejection, countless rejections, like countless rejections. So you need to get yourself prepared mentally, emotionally, stable, be stable for it because it will come. It's not as sweet as the way we, we are mentioning um, salary range now. It's not that it's not that easy. Like you don't just get there. Just what um the other summer said. You don't just get there. You you will face lot mad rejections on your way to get to that um point. If you ask me, I faced my own. It is normal. Like it's just normal. It's a normal part. Of, it's a normal part of life in the in the industry in the in any career. Yeah, not even tech alone. In any career, it's a normal part of life. You need to face that rejection. Rejection will prepare you to do further. Um, do better. Do more putting more effort because of course you don't want to give up. You, you, have a, you have a reason, like I said, something must push you. So you have a reason for wanting to do this thing and you don't give up. So rejections uh, would just be like, rejection should serve as a redirection to do that thing better. So I just got that in so that you can get yourself prepared for that. So when it starts coming in, you won't, it won't shock you. <laughs> like our slang, it, it shock you. No, don't allow it to shock you because it will come. So don't allow it to shock you. So, so be, be, um, just um, yeah, navigate, um, interact with people. Yeah, interact with people in the in the industry already. People that already um, find their way around. People that have already created a niche for themselves. Interact with them. Get to learn from them. Yeah, you can learn. Cause you can actually learn from people. Like when you when you interact with someone, you learn from them. So learn from them, and then you'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Kemi. Um, so Sam, with your own expertise, do you advise a lawyer to do? Okay, I need to, I need to. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, we can. All right, so um, for me, when it comes to making such decisions, yeah, there is something I do see is, um, in as much as it's tech, you can always do it on the other side, on, on this side until it starts to pay you. Let me give you an example. Like, um, don't just don't just say, oh, you're a lawyer, you just want to leave law and start learning design. You have to like keep to you whatever thing you're doing at the moment, keep to it till your side gigs are paying you enough to gain your full time. Don't just switch that, ah, okay. Um, I'm a lawyer, and the next thing is tech is the one paying now. I'm no longer doing law. I want to get into tech. You have to be at that point where tech is really paying you more than law. No matter what you're doing, let's say, uh, what is that? Let's say you're even a shoemaker. If you're making 100 naira every day from shoemaker, it's far better than zero naira from tech. So the first thing is, Make sure you need to, you need that, that shoemaking needs to get your attention at that particular point until that your tech can get to pay you. Like Kemi said, you face a lot of rejections and it can be a whole lot. But the first thing is stay to whatever thing that is paying you first and learn tech design, read development, be coding, learn that on the side, not just on the side, and make sure it's paying you before you switch. 
like paying you more than what you currently do. If it is not paying you more than what you currently do, stick to it as a side gig until it pays you more than what you currently do. That's the only thing I can say around. Because at the end of the day, okay, let me let me say why. For for once, this is Nigeria. I've I've not really worked outside the country. I don't know how it works. We've always been hearing follow your passion, follow your passion. But in Nigeria, you need money to survive. Mm-hmm. Even if you start to breathe cash or POS. So, <laughs> you know, so if you need money, don't don't just feel how oh, you want to follow your passion and that's it. Ah, no, you need you need money. So focus on where the money comes from first and learn or that follow your passion on the side until your passion can pay you more than what you are currently doing. That's it. Thank you. Okay, all right. Thank you so much for your answer, um, Sam. All right. So um uh, I will, I will talk a little bit about what I think about it, right? And I think that as a lawyer, I'll suggest for you, if you're here in this um, channel, is that there are pretty much a lot of things you can do in tech. It doesn't necessarily have to do product design. Many product, design, uh, pro, many product managers have turned to product designers. Many of them can do product design and do product, uh, product management and all that. So I would suggest that if you're a lawyer, the fastest way to get into tech is to become a product manager. The fastest way, right, to get into tech is to become a product manager. Why I think so is because lawyers do a lot of documentation, writing and all of that. Um, many a times, right, they need to be able to, the owners of products need to be able to sign contracts with the developers or the designers to say this contract is going on well, blah, blah, blah. This also, we do not need this schedule, all of that. So if you're in that environment, it gives you a leg in so you don't see what happens within the whole system and know where you even fall in, right? So I'll suggest that if you're going to move Right, make a decision. If you do want to even come at least in, just don't be, don't product design, you might come to it, right? But I suggest you go into um, product management. So I'm also noticing that some people are creating a WhatsApp group channel, and that is completely off course, right? That's completely off course. I do not recommend that. A Slack, um, I'm going to send an email to everybody so that the reason why we cannot allow people to go into um, WhatsApp is because the guests, right? I don't want to choke them so much, right? Our Slack is a little bit more professional. I mean, if you work in professional setting, you know that Slack is the best way, right? So that they are not, WhatsApp is like you're invading their space, right? So I don't suggest this WhatsApp group. I do not agree to this, right? Any other person going into this is completely on your own discretion, right? So going forward, right, I think that the guy should just go into product management, start with product management, move in the ladders, and see what happens at the end of the day, right? Um, yes, any other question? I think somebody was trying to raise up his hand, and that person was Ike Chuko. Ike Chuko. All right, so I'm going to unmute you now, right? Please, you can ask a question. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, um, presently, um, I'm a chemical engineer, but um, I've always had passion for arts because that is what has seen me do. That is what has kept me sane. And I equally have passion for IT. So um, my journey presently, I'm presently looking at um, working on designs in terms of graphics. Okay, okay, Shuku, can you hear me, please? Can you raise yeah. your voice a little bit? Can you raise your voice a little bit? Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Okay, what I'm asking now is I need direction in terms of tools to use because I'm 
naturally I see myself as an artist because it comes natural to me. And I probably have to play for coding. So I am kind of in a very broad road now, not knowing the particular direction to follow. But um, I'm just looking at direction in terms of okay, which things am I going to be applying? How do I really get it? I'm not really aiming for the money now because I'm still learning. But I want to do that what I intend to do. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't get I didn't get that. Kemi, did you get? Sorry, sorry, Ikechiko. To kind of pause in the to apply what I can do. Sure. Okay, so you want to okay. know that I'm used to work. Okay, okay. You can use in to we have of everyone, Figma, and we Adobe XD, we have Sketch, Vision um, Studio, Fun. So if you can learn half of this for because it's free. Figma is free. Like public concept, but at least knowledge of. Be very um, grounded in one. Just as a favorite, know that interaction needs is no big mind. You can add up XD and so far you can use you base another. That's just very well. Able to use just um, that's a that. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Oh. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I think my network is breaking. Hello, Kemi, can you hear me? Okay, great. Um, so thank you for your question, um, answering the question. Right. So I still see that um, Sam is still around, and uh, the two Sams are still around, and we have pretty much a lot of questions. So because of time, right, um, I'll just let um, 
the guests, right? Pick up the questions that you, uh, questions that you can pick, right? Just look at them and look at the um, chat box and see the ones that you think you can answer properly. But before they start answering the questions, my network is low. Can you hear me? Hello. Okay, so going forward, right? Um, if you can hear me, please just type in the yes, you can hear me, so I can know that I'm actually speaking to people. Right? If you can hear me, please just type yes, you can hear me. Okay, okay. Can you take somebody as a meeting? Okay, amazing. All right, so going forward, right, going forward with what we plan to do with this event, right, is that um, we're pretty certain I'm, I was planning to reach out to, I'm still going to reach out to Kemi and every other speaker that is going to be here. So my plan is that we're going to send emails to some people that are interested, not just interested in learning how to do product design, but also have the capacity to pay for the training, right? So we are thinking on doing a paid course that will take you from these fundamentals down to like final part of it, right? And it means that you have access to our guests, right? That we have here. Uh, so the reason why I don't want to share their WhatsApp number is because it will not be too much for them, right? It's not like they can't do it, but it's be too much. They need a space, right? But if you are going to come on board, we need to know that you're very serious about being in our circle, in the circle of these designers, right? And all of that. So um, yes, more questions. Please, if you have questions, just drop it on this on the chat box, I'm sure that they're listening to you and they are seeing all the questions that they probably can answer, right? So emails will be sent to everybody as regards when the training program is going to come about. Of course, the, the speakers that you're seeing here are going to be the guys that are going to take through the classes, right? So I'll have to have a discussion with them to know how flexible their time is, right? And all of that, but it's going to be paid training, right? Because it's their time. Right, uh, we're still going to have that conversation about how much it's going to cost and all of that, but it should not go beyond the um, 25k or less. I think 25k should be reasonable, at least for four weeks. I don't know, but we'll have to, I have to decide with the, the designers themselves on what they feel is appropriate, right? So, going forward, right, I think I have a lot of questions here. And um, Samuel, okay, Lassisi, please, do you have any of the questions you'd like to answer if you're here? Hello, okay, yeah, I'm here. <clears throat> okay, somebody said, Gideon said, is it compulsory or necessary for UI UX designer to know how to code? Well, it is not compulsory. Just like Sam has said, the other Sam, he said it is not compulsory. Yes, I totally agree with him that it is not compulsory. But yeah, it is an added advantage. You understand? As a UI UX designer, you get an edge over your peers if you can have a little bit of, of um, coding experience, at least HTML, CSS, and maybe a little bit of JavaScript. You understand? It is not compulsory, but it is very, very, it's a good thing to, to, to know. You understand? You can learn how to code 
and you can be a graphic um, a UI UX designer as well. So yeah, not compulsory but important but nice exactly. And your it is going to also help you know if your design is actually something that um, developers can actually work on if it is implementable. You understand. So yeah, that's it. I think I hope I've been, I've been able to answer the question, Mr. Gideon. Okay. Okay. Um, second, Sam. second Sam. Second Sam, chapter two. Uh, can you call management together effectively? To me, my answer no. Yeah, if you are jack of all trade, you can, but um, I've, I've worked closely with product managers, and I can tell you that you cannot come you, you cannot you cannot and be effective as a product designer you cannot face what a product manager goes through i've, I've worked closely with some and i can tell you that i will i will pick product design over and over mm -hmm. again other than being mm -hmm. a product manager <laughs> it's actually very stressful then the only thing you can do is get like Customer feedback from product managers, okay. service or user interactions, and all. You can get all those analysis from them. Then put that data together to to come up with an amazing product or an effective um, feature update. But it is not advisable to combine product design with product management. Thank you. Okay, make a lot of sense. I also agree with that. I completely agree with that. Okay, Kemi, do you have one that you'd like to attend to? Yeah, what um, someone said is right. You actually can't combine both because product design is even broad and um, complex, same way with product management. So you can't combine both. It's not, it can't work. So that's it. Okay, somebody's saying, if I learn your, a new UI design, what does that make me? Product designer or UI designer? What's the difference? Uh, right, what's the difference does um, UX make? I still have the skill. Secondly, how is a product manager related to a UX, UI, UX designer or a product manager? Okay, I think you want to answer that, Kevin. Okay, you learn UI design. Okay, I think we need to understand the two concepts. What is UI design and what is UX design? So UI design is actually um, you having a knowledge and uh, understanding of the user interface of the products interface that anything that has to do with um, the colors, the um, font choice, type of layout, whatever, your style, that is the interface. Something that's you know that, I mean, the, let me just say visual, let me just use, let me put it in a word, the visual aspects of the products, that is the UI part. Now the UX part is not that one that nobody is seeing it. At least the UI people are seeing it because visually you are seeing it. But the UX, no one is seeing it. That one now is, it has to do with experience that one has to do with the user's experience of how you actually work on that product, how you made that product to be easy for them to use. So that is the UX. And um, if you learn, you can be a professional UI designer. Trust me, there are companies that hire separately. You can be a professional UI designer. Like you don't have anything to do with UX. Any UX, you don't have anything to do with it. And you can also be a professional UX designer. UX, you are basically about the experience of the products, the experience of the users on the products, how um, how easy it is, um, the experience the product creates, how easy it is to navigate, 
um, your research, the field research you do, everything. So that is it. So it's like, now coder design. Coder design is like someone who is grounded at both and also cares about the um, the company, like the revenue of the company. That is the way me I do explain my own. Coder design, I see coder design as someone who can do UI, who can do UX, and now who, build, um, who design products to make um, the company's revenue grow because any product you're designing that doesn't increase the company, like you just like you're wasting their time. Of course, you have to care about the users. Let's not deceive ourselves. You have to care about the users, fine. You, you need to also design products that would increase, that would generate um, revenue for the company. The, the way you care about the users, the way you should care about the company that also employed you. So that is how it is. So if, if you want to be a UI designer, you can be a UI designer basically just because on the UI aspect of it. And if it's UX, fine. UX, you are more of the experience of the users on the products. So I think, I don't know if I answered that question. Okay, so- How is product related? Product manager is not related to UI. No, they're not related. Product manager is not related. They're different I think that product managers are basically the guys that manage the whole application. So they look about the front end developers, the designer himself. Then they even manage the owner of the product. That's the CEO, what he thinks about it. And all of that. Then the back end developers. I think that's, that's exactly what the product manager does. But it's a lot of work. You have to have a lot of emotional strength because somebody's going to annoy you in this business. Right? And give you feedback that you don't like. Right? And all of that. So, um, I think we're almost close. We're close already to the end of the program already. And I want to use this opportunity to thank Kemi, Sam, the two Sam, first Sam, second Sam, for their time. I mean, Kemi had to just come through for me. I, I almost, you know, Kemi came through for me. And I'm, I'm thankful, I'm grateful that she had to do that. Sam, the first Sam, Sam Lassisi was amazing. He didn't even, he just said, are you serious? Start now, right? You know, those kind of people that give you this kind of energy. And you're still thinking, can I do this? And he's saying, why not start, right? And so thank you so much for your support. The second Sam has already left. I think he also has a meeting that he wants to do. I think designers are usually very busy. Well, they're usually very busy because they have one or two gigs involved, right? So if you want to get to meet these guys professionally, can you have something to say? Yeah, this person, KJ, I think you should allow him to talk. Okay, um, okay. KJ. Okay. Yeah, KJ. allow him to talk. Okay. Um, KJ, you have the floor now. <laughs> KJ. Hello? Yes, we can hear you now. Okay. Good afternoon, everyone. So I've been asking this question on the group since, but I really want to get a clarification. That's why I'm intent. I really want to get an answer to this. Please. Um, my question is actually, I'm presently a graphics designer. So the graphics is what I do for a living right now. So I'm actually, and also aspiring to be a product designer. So I want to ask, do I need to quit doing graphics before I could become a product designer or I should just focus more on like, I should just uh, manage the two together, like managing the graphics and the product design together. Is it possible to manage it together? So that's okay. my question. Okay, great, great, nice question. So I think the best person to answer this question would be Sam because um, yeah, Sam, Sam was a full, like full-time, Specialist in um, graphic design before you move to product design. So, Sam, what do you think about it? That's the best answer to that. 
Okay, is it my Samuel or the yes, other Samuel? Yes, yes, you're on, you're on. All right. So yeah, KJ. Um, I think I think um, being a graphic designer is is is, is wonderful in itself, right? And it's, it's a very good thing that you want to you want to switch and move forward to being a, a UI UX designer. And um, you don't need to quit graphics designs, right? I think this thing works together. Like I said before, and like, like every other person said before, you already are one level closer to whatever you want to be, right? To being a UI UX designer that you want to be. You already know design basics. You already know design elements, you understand. You, you have an edge over people that just want to start from scratch. So you do not have to quit. Just find a way to transition, right? Just transition. Um, you can take courses, like Kemi said, you can take course, courses, you can you can try and, you know, do things, um, do demo projects, right? Do demo projects, build your UI portfolio, then um, after you build your UIX portfolio, you'll be able, you'll be fit for maybe an intern position. And if you if you are very lucky, you can actually get a full fledged UIUX um, um, job. So yeah, you do not have to quit. You only need to transition, right? So thank you very much. All right. So All right, thank you. I really, I really appreciate this. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I just, I just, I just say something about this, right, KJ. Um, so I think that um, if you are a good graphic designer. Right. I think you can also um, keep your job or look for a job, a full-time job, right? So many of us, like myself, I give an instance, like Sam, the other Sam, I had a job as a graphic designer. Then after some time, right, a graphic designer, marketing graphic designer, right? I was a marketing thing. Then I, all of a sudden, I decided, I said, no, I wanted to move. I understand what was happening on um, um, UI, UX, product design, and all of that. Then, I moved, they increased my salary because I knew that I was providing value to them, right? So I suggest that whether you say graphic designer job or product designer's job, just take it, get your foot at the door first, right? Whatever means you're going to get, just get there first, right? Get there when you're inside of it, then you can start practicing and all of that. And usually it's, it's always great to have like a good team and a good community where, I mean, a good company, right? That understands that and you can fail Right, I think the first product I did, the owner of the product, Baby Bliss, my God of mercy, he insulted me. He insulted everything that was inside of me. Oh my God, I cannot forget that design project in my life. Again. <laughs> right, I, I was scared I was going to lose my job. Right, but at the end of the day, what what made them leave me at that point was basically because they knew that I was still learning how to do product design, so it wasn't too harsh. But he was not, he was not in the company, so we were working with. Um, we're working with them like they were sourcing, the babies was sourcing it to us, right? And he was just angry that how can they give it to a junior guy to design? How can they give it to a junior guy to design? Right? But the most important thing is to get your leg there. I remember I, I, on that particular, after he gave me that feedback, I worked on that project for 24 hours without standing up for my legs. Everybody had gone home, everybody, had, because where I was working, the environment was pretty much open. So you can literally sleep in the office because we're third guys, right? So there was no big deal, you can sleep in the office. And I was working on it. I forgot that I was supposed to have gone home. By three, I realized I've not eaten. And by the time the next morning when I sent them, everyone was like, wow, so where did you keep all these particular things? Those particular things were the things that motivated me, moved me to do what I wanted to do. So I would say that if you're doing graphics, please just stay on the graphics first. Don't push yourself so much to say you want to leave your job. 
keep doing what you know how to do best. Once you get your feet at the door, provide an extra value to them, right? So if you see a graphic designer's role, take it. Take it first. Then move and move and move. Then start growing and all of that. You can even position yourself as a, it's the same fundamentals as a product design, product designers. Your alignment, the spacing, all of that, color textures, all of that is the same fundamental principles. The only difference now is that you need to be able to articulate your thoughts properly at a more higher level and accept feedbacks a lot. That's just the only difference now, right? Um, so going forward, right, for those of every one of us that is um, on the group, right, like I said, right, so if you really want to understand, like Sam has said, the other Sam, Sam from IATNS said, um, there's, it's important to get mentors, it's important to get people that will hold your hand and all of that, right? So what I'm trying to do is to build a community where we can get designers to, to talk about once in a while, right? Um, and also, okay, I think I'm going to share, I'm going to share my testimony very soon. Yes, I'm going to share my testimony very soon. Um, Kemi, <laughs> Kemi, I have something that I want to just with you, right? But I'm going to share my testimony very soon. So we are going to build a, we are building a community. Okay. We are building a community, right? And so if you're interested in learning how to do product design or you want to actually be in the circles of these guys, right? So it's important to be in the circle of community um, designers, whatever skill you're doing, just be in their circle and understand exactly what you want to do, right? So from the scratch, right? Samuel, Asisi, Samuel, um, the other Samuel and Kemi, four of us, I'll check through their schedule. And of course, I know they are going to agree, but we need to find how flexible their time is, right? We are going to be teaching you, um, of course, one, they were just taking classes one by one, all of that. And we're teaching you from the start to the end, right? Then Kemi is pretty good in terms of um, marketing herself, right? And I think I want to, I want to use, I want to tap into that her marketing skills, right? And that's part of the things you're going to be getting from her in the meeting, not just technical abilities. There is also the ability to be patient, right? Especially when your boss is talking to you anyhow and all of that. All those things happen in Nigeria. All those things happen in Nigeria. I don't know why that happens in America. I don't know, Kemi give us example. But things like when someone gives you feedback and you are thinking like, what kind of feedback is this, right? And all of the, how you handle feedback, the stress, why everybody's talking, those kind of things. How do you relate with people that are superior to you and all of that? Those conversations that nobody tells you about, right? Those are the kind of conversations that we are going to be having in the community group, uh, Slack group. So um, I'll be sending emails to everybody. And if you want to be part of it, it's going to be 25,000 yeah, basically so that everybody can be able to be as cheap as possible. If you choose to be part of it, right? Um, of course, I'm going to send emails to you. If you choose to be part of it. Um, I will share links to how you can be able to join. But every other person that is just interested to be in this community and all of that, right, will be added to a Slack channel where we can have conversation. Of course, then Kemi will also be there. And Mr. Samuel is there. The two Samuels are going to be there. You can send a message, they can look at it. But I feel like WhatsApp is too personal for them still in the space of somebody, right? But when you're not part of the community, right, then I can ask whether or not you can share their private number with you, right? So I think this has been a very awesome one, awesome meeting. Um, so much thanks to Lassisi again, super amazing guy, super amazing guy. Why call Lassisi a smart guy? Lassisi is married, man. Lassisi is married. I think God of mercy, the way we met is amazing, but Lassisi is one of the smartest and sharpest guys I've met, really sharp. Sharper, right? <laughs> Sharpest guys I've met. As Samuel, the other Samuel, 
one of the guys that you usually, when he's teaching you, right, he knows how to articulate his words properly, right? You can get to understand what he's saying. Kemi, 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 Kemi. I've not seen a stronger person in terms of woman in tech that is like Kemi. Some of the, I mean, part of what we're going to be sharing is not just going to be technical skills. Like Kemi is going to, if she's, if she's open to it, she's really going to show you some of the challenges she has faced. It's not just normal challenges that normal woman this face. It's not the normal challenges that normal woman face. I mean, if you go through the challenges that she has gone through, right? Ah, you have gone through fire. <laughs> That's the word. You have really gone through fire. And I'm sure that she's just basically reaping the benefit of all the things that she has really sold. Right? So beyond just technical skills, I think that everybody in this group that's listening to the sound of my voice basically should try as much as possible to register. So you can also pay instrumentally if you want to. Speaking to some people that probably will allow you to collect loans and pay back later. I don't know. But whether that works or doesn't work, I think that everybody should be on board as much as possible. Try as much as possible to be on board. You need the network. You need the network. More than anything, you're paying for. I've worked with Decagon, I've worked with you verify, I've worked with the state government, I've worked with the federal government. You need the network. Everything in this, all the jobs I've gotten are just basically based on my network. All the jobs I've applied by myself, nobody has called me back. It's just my friend that I've worked with in Decagon that I want to give verify that says they like your job that called me back. Right. So it's, it's just based on network. It's network. Network is everything. And that's what we're trying to achieve. Right. So when I get roles as to positions, I think that okay, we need a female person. I, of course, my major focus is also going to be on ladies too, because Kemi is like a very good reminder of what that is. Right. Um ladies too, guys too, of course, guys generally are fighters, so they'll get the job done. Right, but special attention to ladies and Kevin is going to be championing that basically. Right, so I, I strongly encourage everybody to reach out to, yes, reach out if you want to, right, send me an email. I think the emails I sent to you has my number on it. So if you want to reach out to me, why not send me a text message or WhatsApp message calls? Please don't send me calls, send, don't call at inappropriate time because it look very, I'm a woman being so, right, so, um, so I'm seeing questions like, um, so yes, if you want to, okay, sure, no, sure, Simon, Sam, no, no problem. How to really position myself? So, so how do you position yourself to see other opportunities in the channel, right? So that's why I'm saying community, right? Community is the most most important thing. You need to have a community, and so one of the things I'm going to be doing is Kemi, um, Samuel, the two Samuel, right? They'll see job opportunities, so of course, right? They'll share on the Slack group when they feel like um, they don't have time. And so I think last, I think yesterday I had an interview with somebody and when they sent me the, sent me the offer, I was like, God, what, what, what is this? I just wasted my time because this is not the level at which I am. What I just did was basically, I told them I was going to consult for them. Then I already had like a few people, I think some of them are already on this group. I shared them the link to say, I can recommend these guys because I think they're they are pretty much good, right, in what they do and all of that. So, and they are mid-level, this is the kind of work for them. But for me, I think I passed this level. Right, so that's why community is important. Community is important, community is important, right? So we'll be sharing opportunities in that particular place. In terms of internship position and all of that, I don't have, I, I'm not the creator of jobs. I'm not the creator of jobs. And I'm like, Kemi has credit, like he said, the jobs that are coming are coming to the senior guys. There's no doubt about it. They are coming to the senior guys. You need to be able to be smart enough to 
position yourself as a senior guy, right? And part of what we are going to be discussing at the inner circle, right? At the inner circle, that's what I'll call it. At the inner circle is basically those kind of questions. How do I position myself, right? Of course, you have the private contract of every of the speakers. And I have to position myself. Um, how, what kind of challenges will I face? I faced a lot of challenges dealing with my superiors um, at my first room at, um, as a product designer, right? How do I handle feedback? How do I handle a boss that's superior that is just nagging, right? So how do I handle those kind of things? Those kind of questions are things that people want to know and we are going to be answering at the inner circle. So I'm inviting you to be part of it. I think the training is going to cost me 5,000. That's, I've said it 100 times. So it's 5,000, so you need to find ways just to show us. I mean, what we are going to be giving you is not something that um, anybody's going to do. I'm just going to teach you technical things. Online, you can go online and find it. These available videos everywhere, right? Technical things, you can find it online. But the inner circle things, right? Inner circle things. I, I really want you to hear Kemi's story. And I'm hoping that she was going to be open to share. For her to open herself to show you that kind of thing, or Lassie to show you this kind of thing, is it means that we are not just talking to people that are not really serious, right? So I cannot overemphasize that. So emails we sent to everybody to join in a Slack channel where the speakers are going to be there. So please do endeavor to check in, right? And thank you everybody for coming through. A big special thanks to my team. Yesterday we put down, the, we put a call through to everybody that applied to events was amazing. These guys have been here for me a big time. Um, I don't know where they are still on the call. Um, Lassisi, I've seen them, I said Lassisi. Um, Vanessa, Victoria, um, Olatako, and um, Shark. Right? They have really been amazing guys. They are great designers themselves too. Those ones are like, you know, those ones are my, they're my guys. They're my guys. Those ones are the ones that are in my, that are in my circle. Right? They are really helpful as much as possible. So thank you so much. Um, you can do a lot of research about us. Kemi is very popular. She's the most popular person in this. It's every other designer that I know. We are usually very in-house. Kemi has been popular for a long time. So you can always reach out to us. Samuel, I think I'm going to put up his... Okay, I mean, what I'm going to do is I'll send an email to show you their... Um, Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Please, if you can hear me, raise your hands. Okay, great. So you can hear me. Um, all right, thank you so much. Um, at this point, we'd like to let, um, let everybody go, right? I um, wish we could continue, but we'll continue at the inner circle. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you again to my guests. Amazing guys. Thank you so much. I reach out to you immediately after this conference. After this conference. You guys have been wonderful. Be good. Please expect a new channel, Slack channel coming up now. Coming up soon, between today or tomorrow or Monday, you'll get one from me. And I'll keep communicating with everybody. Thank you so much. God bless you.